there. You and me are going to do a quick test right now. I just want to see what you would do in this situation. And I'm not talking to Daniel. I'm talking to you who's listening to me. There's a new girl who comes to your school. She's a little odd. She has an house where she's already kind of, uh, she's flagged as the weird kid. She keeps falling asleep in class and yada, yada. That's the setup. And you're like, okay, that's fine. You go and do your own thing. And you come back to class because you've forgotten your lunch. She's still sleeping at her desk. Drool huddled around her mouth. You wake her up. You lock eyes. She says, I got to get out of here. And she leaves. Now, we've got two options here. One, get your lunch and go home. Or two, maybe run your finger through that drool and perhaps take a little taste. What do you think? Did you say B? There's no way you wouldn't do that. But our main character sure would. Let's talk Mysterious Girlfriend X. Welcome back to the I Married a Weeb podcast. It's Danielle and Tom, a married couple where we talk about some weird stuff today. Oh, yeah. I think this the is energy zapped at the end there. I like it though. <laughs> Cause I'm just thinking about I think this is the most weird show I have ever watched. It's certainly up there. I I can't yeah. I think the only other show we have watched that's got the weird factor. This has a little bit different of a feel, but the only other weird show is Darling and the Franks when they're in the pilots together and they're just like the awkwardness of the cockpit. No pun intended of the cock there. Nice. No <laughs> pun intended of the cock. Put that one on a shirt. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I think it's when there's shows dealing with ubiquitous amounts of just that prepubescent or puberty type sexual stuff going on. It's bound to be awkward because it is awkward, mm -hmm. but that's the beauty of a show like Mysterious Girlfriend X because it's leaning into just how weird young love is during puberty and just sailing with it to the point where like we thought the main character was a freaking alien, but then yep. they kind of walk you there too. They keep doing these weird shots. She's got this keychain of a UFO and we'll go into that a little bit more, but till then tell it what, you know, if you had to give a base bare minimum, what is this show? What would you say it is? Bare bones. You've got two high school students, Tsubaki and Arabe. Arabe being the new girl. Mm -hmm. And she's just weird. As you kind of gave us a brief rundown, you can't see her face. So mm -hmm. you don't, you can't real. she doesn't give any emotional vibe. She's very deadpan. And it's just their relationship that, all started out by tasting her drool <laughs> yeah, on her desk. And they then commit to having a ritual of, cause he ends up going through withdrawal after his first taste mm -hmm. after two weeks goes through withdrawal. And they realize that he is basically in love with her and he needs to taste her drool every day. So they have this weird ritual of walking home <laughs> Okay, Subaki, lick my finger with my slimy, shiny drool on it. You don't get used to it until the, I only got used to seeing that until like the last three episodes of the show. But isn't that one of the most scary things? You got used to it. <laughs> and I, that, that's the strong point with the show, right? 
it wants to make you uncomfortable. From episode one, I looked at Danielle. I was like, this show is incredible. <laughs> Not because I liked it. I was just like, this, this show doesn't give a shit. It's just going to hit you with, and they have this particular sound every time that the saliva thing's going to happen. Oh, by the way, are you guys still with us or did you walk away? We know it's, it's, it's odd, but let's just at the base level, if you've not seen it, perhaps give it a go. It's all, it's very. 13 episodes. Yeah. 13 episodes. This was a spring 2012 anime quick watch. The, the way we got into it was. Crunchyroll was like, you might like this. Don't <laughs> listen. Don't ask me why it said that I might like this. But I did. And the art styles would drew me in. The, the cover photo for it is so cool. The aesthetic of this 2012 show almost seems like an 80s anime. I was surprised it was 2012. Right. And for what, we, what we've seen from panels of the manga, it reigns very true. The character looks the same because sometimes you get kind of a little bit of a a shift in the look when going to an anime. No, this is like they just took the manga and put it in motion. Now, if you have seen it, I would love to know how the heck you guys go about telling people about this show. But where, how the heck would you tell us? Oh, crap. I just forgot. We have a Discord. Oh. Go to imarriedweeb.com. Go ahead and join our Discord. And listen, this is, I'm, this is the last time I'm going to say it. On the welcome page. It's got all the rules. And then underneath it, there's this cute little emoji guy. He's got a little party. Party guy. Party guy. Just click him. Once you click him, you can actually see the entirety of the Discord. We have had so many people join, leave, join, leave, join, leave. It's like, hey, spaz, take it down a notch. Read the rules. Click the thingy. And now you can talk. And guess what? The people who have joined gave us some great suggestions. We have... Who are those people on YouTube? The um crap. Who the, are the crap. Who are the the girls on YouTube? The fake girls, but the real girls, but they don't. They look like anime girls. VTubers. There we go. That was the most eloquent way to describe <laughs> them. Those are the real girls, but they're not real. You understand? <laughs> you understand me on the YouTube? <laughs> if if Discord is not your thing, though, we also have an Instagram. I married a wee pod on Instagram. Follow it. We're not too active, but I don't care. And nor should you. And that's how you can find out when we have new episodes. Absolutely. Which that, is every Monday. Every Monday. Or, yes. Starting now. Because <laughs> we've really been kind of ruining that. But we're back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Things happen. I will say back to this show. Is it an etchy show? Is it not an etchy show? I can see where it is. But I can also see where this isn't as hardcore as some of the other shows we've seen. You're not seeing too many detailed things. Yeah, there's a panty shot here and there. There's also the guzzling of some saliva. And there's innuendos, but I don't think I've, I have never seen a show that was rated so much to where I disagree with it. Yeah. This is a rated R 17 plus show. I am sorry. I'm going to give that a hard no. It's definitely. I wouldn't give it rated R. No. No. Um, the really only etchy parts are showing her panties a couple times because she will talk about it. She keeps some a pair of scissors in her panties. Yeah, it's kind of hot. It was very cool, especially it, those suntan lines. There's this this whole show is just like you shouldn't you you shouldn't like it, <laughs> but you might from episode one. They lay it on the line. 
you know exactly what you're going to get and may it potentially get a little bit weirder or may it actually slowly grow on you and become the new home that you've been missing. They don't change much. Well, they do like the scenarios change, but the funny thing is as you keep seeing the same things over and over, it just affects you differently because you're like, yeah, of course, no, it's time. He, she should put some saliva on her finger and he should drink it really quick. <laughs> Why am I like this? Like that's where you're at <laughs> mid season. But the intro is very symbolic. I mean, we've got, again, this is young love. It's the awkward puberty stage where you, the only knowledge you have of sex at the time is your sexual education. It's the, here's why you do it. It's for reproduction. It's for this, for that. That's all they have. So he's dreaming of these flowers and things like that. So it's this very scientific view of, yeah, he's just a young teenage boy and we know what he's thinking about. When they even open up the show, the first sentence is he was wondering who his first sexual encounter is basically going to be. Yeah. And how important that is basically to any young boy's life. You wonder who that person is. Which isn't that so funny that that's become so important. (laughs) (laughs) It's really. Anyhow. But so in the case of this, there is and fantastic animation as far as fluid goes, but it's just a little brutal. Now. They're very much on the head with a lot of their symbolism towards this or that. But it's nothing that if someone, you could watch this on a plane, I think is a good way that we had heard it. There's no nudity. There's no, and if there is, it's heavily shadowed and it's kind of this thing. But one of my favorite things about it is you're growing and you're understanding this couple. And as you're going quote unquote mysterious girlfriend isn't so much mysterious by the end you'd know exactly she is mysterious only not in the way of that she might be an alien that she might have this magical spit no (laughs) she's mysterious because she's just that weird girl sitting in class yeah the one that you don't quite understand yet but once you do start to understand her then she becomes a little bit more normalized Mm -hmm. and we've had our romantic anime We've had the situations where this is a special girl and she's done this and, oh, this love can happen because of this or it shouldn't happen because of this. This is such a breath of fresh air or a slurp of fresh (laughs) saliva because this is hitting where nothing else does in the purely in the intricacies of young love. This had me doing flashbacks like, oh, my gosh, I remember how stupid I was and I did that because there's a scenario where I believe it was her friend the one that basically forces her friendship uh ayuko mm-hmm. or oka we'll just call her that because i believe everyone just calls they all eventually are just going by first names anyways but oka ends up keeping a cup or something because he had drinking out like her boyfriend had drank out of it oh or what yeah, was that scenario she, so she was saying how yeah because i can't remember the situation but her friend basically had said, I used to keep a cup that a crush I used to like had kissed like the rim basically mm-hmm. or had drinking out of it. So she would put her lips to it as like an uh, indirect kiss. Right. And, and it's something so embarrassing. No one would admit that. But then I'll go ahead and say it. I had a scenario kind of like it. I had a crush that bit an eraser. <laughs> of mine i'm like whoa first off why are you biting my eraser we've been through that i think yeah mm-hmm. well i kept the eraser 
I we did talk about this on the podcast yeah. before. So it's like, so I'm like, huh? Yeah, why are kids so weird? What are you doing? Why are you doing that? But you didn't keep it necessarily because she bit it, did well, you? Well, I also needed to. Yeah. Uh, yeah who knows? 50-50 at that point because I still <laughs> needed to use it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. And the little things like Jack going into my my drawer in my bedroom one day. No, it's not a weird story. Don't worry. And uh, he saw a Valentine. Valentines had come and gone, but I kept one Valentine from a girl that I had a crush on. He's like, what's this doing here? I'm like, I don't know. I must have forgotten. That. He goes, you like her? I'm like, nah, dude, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Believe. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the short of the long of it is when you first get that soiree into dating, you're starting to treat people as people weird stuff might happen and that is where mysterious girlfriend x is leaning into it and it's just hitting a absolutely 100 percent normal relationship and the only mystery is exactly what young people think of each other at this at that age she's only mysterious because one she is kind of a weirdo but two he doesn't know what girls are thinking it's it yeah it's refreshing and i think also to the point that you're saying High school, I mean, unfortunately, I think kids sometimes get a little frisky at a younger age, but high school, you got your first relationship, first crush, you know, mm-hmm. situational you got going on. They don't, they don't even kiss in the show, spoiler, but the aspect of going through the motion of becoming more physically connected with another person mm-hmm. is number one, awkward. Because neither person really knows what they're doing. I mean, we've all gone on Reddit and read my worst first sex experience yeah. <laughs> situations. So it's, I think that's also a cute thing that the show captures as well. Like, even though they're really only connected by spit and a lot of things are uh, drawn from certain instances in the show when things happen with that saliva and when they each taste it. It's just showing how weird that first relationship is. Absolutely. And they are quite literally swapping spit, which when you do get into physical, like kissing your first boyfriend or girlfriend and all that stuff like that, that heightens the relationship and gets it. So this show couldn't be more on the nose. It's just, it's just delivered in such a way that you wouldn't go out of your way to watch it, but you should because it's a ride. I... Fully invested in her being an alien at one point in the first couple episodes. Oh, yeah. I was right there with you. And then episode four, five, it slowly just peels back, peels back. And then you're like, oh, no, mm-hmm. everything's normal. She's just she's also got these scissor skills that were making me think, what's going on? And that's where it just turns anime. Yes, yeah, she's got her. She can pull out these scissors like you wouldn't believe and just cut around and do all these things and make stuff explode. Super anime. But then that is too also has the behind meaning of being a defense mechanism because basically he oversteps his bounds in the relationship, like goes to hug her when she's not ready for it. Boom. Scissors are coming out. This guy might be in danger. It, yeah, it's cute in such a weird way. I don't know why I like it. I didn't want to trust me this premise. I know you guys think we're kind of crazy right now, but I got to tell you, it's an infectious show. The soundtrack was pretty darn good. The main theme that happens, especially when they're in their dreams or when something very important is happening in the relationship, it's a very 
Like carnival kind of. Yeah, whimsical carnival and it gets you uneasy while this is going on. So I think the show was executed very well. We even happened to have an OVA, which was a festival episode. We live and die by the festival and the beach episodes. So we will take either of those. And we got both of those now because they did mm-hmm. have a beach episode on this show. And at, at the bare minimum, you're going to get a show that is so weird that you can laugh about it <laughs> or you're going to get a show that hooks you in and kind of changes romance anime for you in general. Because at the end of the day, and you did, I wouldn't say you even spoiled it, but in the manga, nor in the anime of this, are you going to get the final kiss? The last episode, they are inching right to it. And our main character being the boy who normally the boys are just like, okay, yeah, she's willing to kiss me. I'm going in. He stops it and he still lets just, he's going at a pace that feels right. And that is so important in relationships. Don't rush it. Don't go, you know, he's keeping the pace. He knows what he has. They have this special bond that swapping spit is a bond, I suppose, (laughs) but not everything's physical, you know, but throughout the show, even though everything starts in a very trying to understand them, they also get to know each other so well that they're just growing up again and again. The episodes where they're being very defensive about one another when like the girls are talking, she gets a haircut or her friend does her does hair. Her hair. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not a haircut. And all the boys are like, whoa, I didn't know she was that cute. Didn't know she's a, and this was a, it's a secret that they're dating. And sure enough, he's getting all defensive. And, you know, and a little jealous, a little jealous. And it's fine to be a little jealous. Don't get crazy up there. But yeah, we've all been there. And then you think maybe he's being a little bit of a crazy. He needs to chillax. And then she's super defensive when he buys a magazine with a celebrity that looks just like her. Yep. And he buys it, which I thought was a little weird. It was a little weird. Yeah. I wouldn't go buying a magazine over it, but I will tell you that was another one that hit. Yeah. Because basically growing up, Whoever I had the crush on determined who my celebrity crush was as well. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Give me some. Do you have any off the top of your head? I'm blanking. Oh, okay. Um, this isn't a defense mechanism. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I can't really remember. So based on me liking um, Orlando Bloom as Legolas, I liked Elf Boys in high school then. Well, do you like <laughs> Elf Boys in anime? I mean, Kitty Toe at one point is an elf boy, so I mean. <laughs> so it might, in fact, align. So I'm into more of the 2D is what you're saying. There we go. <laughs> yeah. And so this is like for a show to hit that weird thing, it's it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Did you feel any connections to any of this or no? You were just kind of like, no. Because honestly, from a girl side of perspective of this show, I don't really gave it didn't give her much except for like occasionally her heart would flutter when he did something or I mean the big thing to be dating was he got rid of that picture of the girl he liked and then she um how would you describe what happened when she gets very happy oh uh, uh, okay so this one's already uh, explicit anyways uh there's some pretty solid she, symbolic coming happening she basically um yeah so he wants to basically ask her out. He's trying. He says, hey, I want you to be my girlfriend. She said, you know, she basically tells him you need to ask me in a different way that makes that's proves to me that you want me to be your girlfriend. Yeah, that you're connected. Yes. 
So he remembers he has his middle school crush's picture in his wallet. He's had it in there for three plus years. He takes it out, rips it up, throws it up, whatever. She ends up bending over and you just see like at her feet, a whole pile of drool. And I was like, she just got wet. That just made her. That was the symbolism. Of yeah. Her panties are soaked. And it feels so absolutely disgusting to say, but. And that they, was episode one. one. Yeah. This show doesn't, it ain't here to hold your hand, baby. It's here to lick your <laughs> saliva. So I think that that situation only happens one other time in the show. And then you get a couple other times where there's a situation where Urabe doesn't wear undies to school. Do we want to move into, do we want to move forward into, if you're going to be listening, we're going to say more spoilers. And if you haven't, oh, no, maybe stop. The people who haven't rolling. seen it are already gone. They couldn't handle okay. it. What the heck we've been talking about. So one, there's a few parts in this show I was livid. And I think you'll agree. So there's a boy in class, mm -hmm. a different boy in class, the popular boy, yeah. good at sports or whatever. He ends up talking to Arabe in private and says, hey, you know, I kind of like you. Will you be my girlfriend? And as Tom mentioned, they're dating secretly. No one else in the class knows. And she uh, tells him, just wait a day. I'll tell you tomorrow. And Subaki ends up finding this out and he's freaking out the whole day. And I was pissed. I was like, okay, just what is happening? And then we did think she was an alien trying to like get all of these boys like yeah. <laughs> to, to be addicted to her spit. Um, and then you find out the next day, Arabe and this popular boy go and talk privately. She asks him to close her eyes and she sticks her finger full of saliva in his mouth i was so mad mm -hmm. why are you even testing that don't don't even play with that yeah i was so mad yeah oh but sh but that day i'm sorry going back no, to what yeah. my main point was she wasn't wearing underwear that day so because and the popular boy didn't feel any different mm -hmm. because of that and subaki they're walking home after school and he can't he can't handle it anymore. He's like calling her out on it. Like, do you like, did, what did you tell him? Do you like me or not? Whatever. And she ends up just licking her finger and he tastes it. And he like instantly gets like the most severe nosebleed ever. Yep. Classic anime. Roshi out here. <laughs> and, and so she knew and she tells him that basically because you're, because of our bond, you're the only one who experienced this. When I tested it on him, which I'm surprised she even said that she did even risk it with that boy. But yeah, um, it's yeah. one of those things I agree with you where I'm like, oh, I hate that. But it's just another experience of young love. I mean, you're not going to find the right one on the first one. And as much as they already had the relationship, this show doesn't really care about the relationship itself. It's more about just kind of really showing the reality and kind of what is to be expected with young dating and of course not obviously crazy way and with that i mean she's i think still very much interested in him but she doesn't know if like is it am i just interested in him because of i you know this or that or is it just because i haven't seen anything else so i think mm. that was something that secured the relationship a bit more is her noticing it now mm. is this the typical girl 
we need to take a break. And then they just go around talking to a bunch of guys, which girls, I see you. Okay. <laughs> You're not fooling anyone. Stop with this. Let's take a break. Shit. Just break up, go do your thing. And if the guy is willing to take you back later on, do it. But breaks are for chumps. I'll say it now. They're the stupidest things I've ever heard. I can agree. Can we take a break? Will we ever get back together? Well, if I like them, probably not. All right. Listen, you <laughs> bitch. Then move along. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah, I hated it because then I was instantly like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not doing that to my, my boy. And at one point in the show, they do swap it. So mm-hmm. he ends up. Which we didn't like that either. Didn't like that either. But I was at least glad to see a little bit of equality going on because when she noticed it, I'm like, she better not get mad because she just did the same thing. And sure enough, she didn't because she's a she's definitely a weird person. Yeah. Which I'm sorry. A three year old crush from middle school. Don't come in and try and be a homewrecker. You little slut. Yeah. She I was really so, was homewrecking. I was so pissed. And I think that was a two episode. Uh, two back to back. She kind of meet. He lies about having a girlfriend at first, which I get it. You're not telling people that are in your class or your school, but you're not going to the same school as your old crush. You can say that you have a girlfriend. No, he he does on the bench. Yeah, after she she basically calls him out on it. True, but he didn't do anything. That's true. Just talking to her. Well, he did almost lick her finger. Almost, but he didn't. He's listen, our boy. But then he lies to Urabe saying, I'm going to um, Tokyo with my friend and doing shopping on Sunday. I'm not going to the cultural festival at my crush's school. Well, young boys are also very stupid. Stupid. You got to go with a better lie than that. You're talking about going out with the best friend of her best friend at school. (laughs) So word might get out. (laughs) But yeah, that whole sequence was crazy. Not the the two naked girls in the class, though, trying to vie for who spit is stronger. Gracious. And I mean, that was definitely sad. I didn't like the home wrecker, you know, ex crush. But at the same time, as that scenario does pop up, sometimes girls end up getting out of a relationship and then just want to get that reassurance that they are still likable. So they go back to a guy. A lot of times it ain't going to work out. But, you know, that's that's life. And Mysterious Girlfriend X is hitting you with life. And didn't we see somewhere that like the author of the manga ended up just because if you kind of want to know the tone of this show, the creator of this went out and even just said that like, yeah, I mean, I guess everything like referring to everything he's wrote because it was a pretty long time he was writing this. And I think he just said, yeah, I mean, you look at it and it's kind of stupid. Yeah. (laughs) But he's not saying, but he's not saying it in like a mean way of where it's stupid. It's just like, it is a stupid show. The mm-hmm. show is so dumb. But I was hooked from like episode three because I'm like, this is, there's, I have to watch this train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is this psychosis that I'm living through? The fever dream. Mm-hmm. Am I high? <laughs> the music hits. But the character design's awesome. As we had gone into with the grittiness of the art, I think this show can stand the test of time because it's beautiful in a lot of ways. The music, the art, all that stuff. The manga seems very cheap and those are some thick books. I don't know if I'll ever really get into that, but kind of going fully wide, wide circle. I had mentioned that in both mediums of this, no kiss happens. And that is where a lot of criticism could come from this show because you are in normal traditional anime. You get all this blue balls throughout the season. Oh, they hold their hands on episode six. They do all this. 
maybe we'll get that kiss at the end. This show gives you that feeling of wanting that kiss at the end, but then you realize this show didn't wait around. Episode one, you're getting more physical and, and, and sexual tension between two characters than you're going to get anything else. Swap and spit is one thing, but just also how they are so attracted to one another, how they're, it's not just physical either. It's just they're very interested in one another. He is constantly striving to learn more and more about her. And a kiss at the end of this show would have been in a lot of ways like, okay, now they're happily ever after. This show's never been about happily ever after. We don't know. They could split up. This isn't about them. It's about what is a relationship when you're young? What does it consist of? And it's going to keep going on forever. They're going to keep learning. They're going to keep, you know, finding new ways to love each other. And it's gorgeous. I didn't need the kiss. Would I have liked it? Of course. Who's not going to love that? But a, a weird show like this, I don't think a, a, a kiss would have done it. We did get a little bit of ear licking, though. Yeah, she liked that. <laughs> she liked it. Him messing up her hair. Just girl Our girl's things. kinky. Yeah, she's got, <laughs> she's crazy. She even got a suntan uh, that happened to have the outline of scissors. Yeah. Which he liked that. Got a nosebleed over a it. Nosebleed, yeah. And probably a little little bit of something else. He was under the water so that, that we can't really make any certain conclusions, but I'm, I'm Oh, and sure. she catches him looking at her underwater. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at there, bud? <laughs> Certainly a show to watch with your significant other. Really test that. Really really gauge where each of you are at on your anime watching experience. Right. A show that you can honestly just get together with people and watch just to have a good maybe laugh over how weird it is. It's also one you can just watch by yourself and enjoy the weirdness in the comfort of your own uh, soul. I enjoyed it. And I think that's kind of at, at the, the bare minimum why I would certainly put this as a recommend. It is going to give you flashbacks to the times that you tried to repress. Because you're like, that's so embarrassing. No one else would have done it. This show makes you realize maybe you weren't that weird. Or maybe you were. And if, <laughs> if, if you're still feeling like what I did was weird, then keep that locked up. I think we'll keep that like like the three-headed dog in Harry Potter. Keep that exactly <laughs> where it lies. No Alohomora here. Let's just keep it in the room. You know, any closing thoughts on this show from you? Did you, did you enjoy it from the get-go? Or was this something you had to learn to love? And was this something that you would go back and watch again? Hmm. Not, hmm. not sure I would watch again. Okay. Because there is just so much. You really have to be judicious of shows you're going to watch again. True. Now, I would say I enjoyed it only because when we were trying to figure out what we were watching during the week, this was a show that was kind of at the top of the list for us to get through. And there's a lot of other shows that are just as short or a little bit longer than this that we've really put on the back burner. Yeah, we need to get back to Castlevania. Castlevania, we started ReZero, which our friend just, finished season one, two in the movies and he says it's fab and we <laughs> got three episodes in and got distracted, which could be a, you know, we were only three episodes in and not really hooked yet. Um, but obviously episode one after Mysterious Girlfriend, we were there. If episode one doesn't get you with this show, don't bother. Cause I think it lays it all on the line and 
Yeah, it's not going to be for everyone. I I fully acknowledge that. And frankly, even just talking about it on this podcast might have some of you guys thinking that we're a little odd. I promise we're still relatively normal. It's just <laughs> this was such a visceral show. Even just the dream sequences. I'm sorry, I keep going back into it, but like the young boy dreaming of this, dreaming of that, scared to open up about it to his girlfriend. Just it hits. The show hits. That's my end thought. It hits. Yeah, it definitely has a little bit extra of a psychological aspect to it, which is different than your normal rent-a-girlfriend, which is a great show, or other romantic, etchy, loosely etchy comedy romantic shows. It's just different. It's not the, and I've said this before, a lot of anime is just wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah. It's the same thing, just with a different cast of characters usually has a harem aspect to it when it's a romance, mm -hmm. you know. I thought the rinse and repeat was also used very effectively in this show because episode one, when they start the ritual, of, hey, meet up with me so I can let you take some of my uh, saliva after school. And even the first couple of episodes, like, oh, why is this still so <laughs> odd? Episode six, you're just waiting for it. You're like, whoa, 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 hold on. Did he, oh, mm -hmm. crap, did he get some of her spit today? <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> craziness yeah oh my gosh what else is going on with you you finished tokyo ghoul oh my gosh i did and oh you know what uh-oh uh, perfect go ahead hey listen i my hero academia hot taked my ass off last episode let's hear it. you don't well, like it i feel i it's hard for me to want to talk about it with you because i want to watch the show with you i don't mm. want to spoil anything but I thought the manga was gorgeous. Um, the way it was drawn. I mean, I took a boatload of screenshots that hopefully we can repurpose for social media and because they're just really cool scenes. Yeah. They did a really great job. I think drawing a lot of stuff out. I'm surprised thinking back on it that it was over a hundred and I don't even remember, let's say 119 chapters because thinking back of what the premise was that I was reading, there was a lot they didn't answer. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like it was kind of just one note. It was great. It was interesting. But I think that things they kind of planted in the beginning when Kaneki turns into a half ghoul didn't get resolved or resolution at the end. And Ew, I would hate a show that doesn't give you what you want at the end. Ew. Not like mysterious girlfriend. <laughs> but to a point where Kaneki being half human, half ghoul, it is, and maybe, and I'm, I contemplated with Tom and I was going through it. Should I read Tokyo Ghoul Re? Not really sure. Because I really don't want to say in front of Tom how the manga ends for Tokyo Ghoul. And I'm interested to watch the anime. But in the beginning, when Kaneki is half human, half ghoul, and he's dealing with that, one of the characters in the manga says to him, you're the only person who can bridge the gap between ghouls and humans and mm -hmm. how we can live, co like coexist, basically, and not have these people hunting and killing us, ghouls, whatever. And they, it, it didn't, it didn't, it's, it's still going. Huh. So... That was just something that I was thinking was going to be a little bit bigger part of the story. Like something was going to happen. So the final rating is meh. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I read it. 
I was just a little disappointed at the end. Honestly, though, is there anything perfect in this world? Besides no. Kaijo, the anime. Kaijo. <laughs> oh my gosh, I cannot wait to rewatch that. One final little th- thought, too, and I mean this as a Midwest final thought because I'm about to go on a whole tangent, but went over to my ma's place and started going through a bin. What a treasure trove I had there. I have so many old magazines. You had some fun childhood goodies. I did. I had some weird little Roblox before Roblox looking figures from Dragon Ball Z that I had gotten from Japan and worshipped. Like, you know, I was so young when I, my mom got them for me. I'm like, wait a minute. These came all the way from Japan and now they're here. I saved the packaging. I saved everything. I mean, little Tom didn't understand that just a stone's throw away in China. Literally everything that's ever been made is pretty <laughs> much from there. So this isn't too special, but it was very cool. And I found several ma- magazines going through like Beckett, Dragon Ball Z, my Xbox magazines, Game Informer, 3D World. Why Some... did I keep these magazines? I don't know, but I'm so glad I did. Well, Shonen Jump. And I had, um, I, I still retain two of my Shonen Jumps and we're talking early Shonen Jumps. Were these 2004? Mine was that I was looking at 2003. I think yours was a little later. Yeah, 03 and 04. And so I'm like, huh, how early in the game was I with this Shonen Jump stuff? And we looked into like the One Piece section and it was right near the beginning. So yeah, when Luffy was saving Zoro from being tied up at that one battle station base. I didn't even know I was that much of a trendsetter. (laughs) I didn't realize I was that close. And if I wish at the time that I got more into the manga and kept going with it. Uh, but unfortunately, I didn't because I was too busy going over to Sean's house. And more importantly, Yu Yu Hakusho was. Yu Yu Hakusho was in there. Shaman King. And I didn't Naruto. know um, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! too was in Yu-Gi-Oh! there. Yu-Gi-Oh! was in there. It was the classic shonen. Mm-hmm. And I also had, and this was the issue, that <laughs> Naruto uses a sexy jutsu. So Young Me enjoyed that page as well. I just had to like carefully crinkle them apart they oh, were a little blessed crusty. goodness I'm it was all kidding. just saliva i'm just kidding yeah so no that was a that was a very fun thing to have done this weekend and i got to show her all like the weird little posters that i have, still have we found one that i don't even know what the heck the show is but it was a cute anime poster and yeah, it's still angel mint. something or i can't remember the show is probably cool. crap but i'm happy to have an anime poster you know me material 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 i need to own it all well, you, you haven't even said what my favorite thing out of the whole box is. What is your favorite thing out of the whole box? Your most vintage, uh, like I could wear it. Oh, snap. What? It's uh, your old, what was it, a Game Boy with Pikachu on it? Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I feel like I was just buying time. Oh, oh. snap, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I had an old Pikachu straight up vintage. This was for holding your Game Boy Color as well as several car- cartridges, your chargers, you name it. Well, I just took the plastic thing out and now she's just got a killer Pikachu crossbody. Not to uh, be outdone by her FIFA or FIFA. My gosh, what's wrong with Fila. my brain? The Fila crossbody we got at the Pokemon Center in Japan, which I have not seen that this summer. True. Maybe I'll sw- Ooh. Switch that over. Listen, we got to get Weeby out here. Not too (laughs) Weeby, though. We were at Jewel and I saw a car and the entire back was stickers. Oh. Listen, be a nerd, do your thing. 
you look a little crazy when the entirety of the back of your car is nerd stickers. Uh-huh. Just get, keep it tasteful. Keep it clean. Keep it nice. Or just do you and don't listen to me. That's fine, too. <laughs> Other than that, I, I don't got much. I know we got another episode already around the corner that we will be recording. Do we want to say what it is? Sure. Is it going to be Redemption or is it not? What show are we doing? We're doing uh, Psychono Season 2 and the movie mm-hmm. review, which may or may not have different thoughts on when we recorded our Psychono Season 1 episode. Yeah, Danielle was a hard one to be convinced with that show. And and we'll see if my thoughts change. We'll see. We'll see. Yep. You, you'll just have to listen to the next episode. You'll just have to listen indeed. And as always, thank you for joining us for the I Married a Week podcast. Tell your friends, tell the people that aren't your friends. Write it on the bathroom stall in your school. Let the other weebs know. Don't do that. That is actually, you can't do that, but you can do it. Just don't say that I told you to. Another episode in the books. We thank you for your patience. It's been a couple weeks. We're not sorry, but we're also kind of sorry. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, hopefully you guys have stopped watching My Hero Academia. <laughs> You're making this into a Midwest goodbye again. And also, (laughs) (laughs) that's it. That's all she wrote. Daniel, say goodbye to the people. Bye, guys.